0: It's the ABC's High School Teachers Really Need to Know, Season 3, Episode number 2. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe, or buy the books. On Amazon.com. Okay, now I'm not trying to give any of you a complex with that title or with what I'm gonna talk about today. You know, I say all the time there's gonna be some things that maybe you don't agree with me on and, and some things that you know may make you angry that I say, and I certainly don't mean to do that, but I, I, I do encourage you to hear me out and 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 just stay with me as I'm talking about what I'm gonna talk about today and it, it hopefully will kind of bring you over to the dark side and you'll see what I mean in just a minute. Um, but, but no, seriously, I, I do hope you hear me on this one and I'll talk a little bit about why that is. Um, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but uh, if, if you've taught the classroom, then I'm I'm sure you've dealt with this, whether you've thought critically about it or not. But the amount of time that an energy that we, I see teachers and and administrators putting into the uh, idea of bathroom policy is uh, and, and and what teachers should do and how teachers handle kids who want to go to the bathroom um, it, it's it's amazing to me it's amazing to me honestly it, it really is really is i i'm blown away i was reading an article not too long ago uh, about a certain part in, in the united kingdom these these this school was or the school system was locking the uh the bathroom doors during instructional time and the only time that kids could go to the bathroom was between instructional time or they could use this one bathroom located on campus uh, and it was monitored by an adult the whole time. Who wants that job by the way? Um, but it just I, and, and then all of the empirical evidence that we as teachers have from our experience, it, it's amazing to me how much time and thought goes into bathrooms and and what we do when kids need to go to the bathroom and how we deal with that. That to me uh, is insane. I'll just say that up front, and that's how I feel. Take it or leave it. I I was also reading another study. It was a study of 4,000 teachers, okay? 4,000 teachers, and of those 4,000 teachers, 88% of those teachers reported encouraging students to hold their bathroom, You know, basically holding their pee, and they encouraged them not to go to the bathroom. Of that 4,000 group of teachers, 36% either rewarded or penalized students for going to the bathroom. So there were systems in place, you know, things like uh, classroom dollars or, you know, some of the you know, bonus points or things like that. And so there was some system of barter for going to the bathroom. And, and I know I assuredly have listeners listening right now who have who do those things so you know it's not just a hugely foreign concept right and if you don't do it yourself then you know certainly people who do so i think this is probably the best time to tell you my policy and we'll kind of go from there uh my policy is i have no policy i guess you can call it the go if you need to policy And this is not new, it's used by many teachers. In fact, there was a uh, National Teacher of the Year, I think 2015, I can't remember, um, that talked extensively about this, but she had the same policy. Her policy was go if you need to. But being a little more specific, um, my policy has always been, I've got a pass hanging by my door, and if you needed to go, You grab the pass and you go. That's it. You just make sure I see you walk out the room. I don't need you to announce your personal business. I mean, how embarrassing is it to go, I have to go to the bathroom. I mean, no one needs to know that. That's your private business. That's your private business. And so I just trust them to go to the bathroom. And look, if there's some kind of issue or something of that nature, I deal with it. I mean, there's no reason to uh, absolutely disrupt my classroom, disrupt my lesson, and then make a, a shining announcement for a student that they're going to the bathroom. Just get my attention, take the pass, and go and come back when you're done. I don't need to know how long. I don't need to know if this was a major or a minor bathroom incident. Just go do your thing and come back. By the way, I did look up while I was talking. Uh, it, was, it was Shanna Peoples National Teacher of the Year in 2015. I did get the year right. Look at me go. Um, but she talked about this and she used the same policy. And there have been many teachers that do the same. I call it the go if you need to policy or the no bathroom policy. Look, the bottom line is... Oh, and by the way, I never in all in all of my years of classroom teaching... I never had an incident with my policy, and I think that's the biggest fear uh, of administrators or um, or what you'll hear other teachers say. Well, they'll abuse the privilege. Uh, I never had an issue ever, ever. And I, you know, I've taught freshmen, I've taught seniors, I taught middle schoolers. Never had a problem, not one time. And even if there was an issue, I'd deal with it. I would deal with it. And so, one thing, you know, that you really have to think about is, is the medical consequences and just the social encouragement of telling kids that even if they're 17, they're still kids, and they still are certainly impressionable. They may not seem like it at that age, but they are. And when I say impressionable, I mean impressionable by you as the adult and as a teacher. But they are. But there's this whole host of medical conditions that can result from kids not being able to go to the bathroom. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about urinary tract infections and constipation and all these other things, but I can tell you the pharmacy side of me, um, those of you who don't know, I went to pharmacy school and uh, have this whole medical background that was sort of the career before I became a K-12 educator and I could go on and on and on about the medical consequences and you can decide that that's not important or you can decide that that's a, a, a minuscule number but that still is impactful in our classrooms so there is a whole host of medical conditions that can be exasperated or even created by asking kids to not go to the bathroom, and remember that study that I quoted where 88% of teachers encourage students to hold their bathroom business, and then that other 36% that uh, in, you know had some reward system or punishment to me, that's just so crazy for a variety of reasons. So, again, the medical consequences are there, but beyond that, what we're really talking about here is classroom management. I think bathroom policies sort of are indicative of of how a teacher does on classroom management. I I honestly do. And, you know, I don't oftentimes, you know, take sort of the scope and point it directly at teachers because there's a lot that impact our world. But this is one of those places where I really do. I I honestly, I, I really do. I mean,. It has to be embedded in your classroom management, this this notion that I'm going to respect my kids just like I expect them to respect me, and I'm going to trust them to a point to handle certain things, and their bathroom business is one of those that I'm going to trust them, particularly in the secondary level, you know, in middle and high school. And it's different if we're dealing with babies or elementary kids, where you know you have to pretty much you have to have that parent role as a teacher. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about kids old enough to know that they need to go to the bathroom. And and look, again, if they as an individual abuse that policy, then you deal with them as an individual. Why destroy your relationship with a class? by punishing an entire class for something that might happen or something that one person did. I just think you have to manage those things. And look, as issues come up, you have to deal with it, right? You have to deal with it on an individual, one-on-one basis. And I'll tell you, I talked about respect and, 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 and trust for students. I don't know if you've read through some of the literature, but there is... Out in the United States, there is, there is some legal challenges that are out there. Legal discussions, I guess, would be the better better place to say it, about you know our teachers violate, violating and our schools violating the basic rights of students by telling them they can't go to the bathroom. So it's just something to think about. But again, in my mind, this really is about classroom management. And I keep going back to that. And, and, and again, I, I think it's something you should think about. Do kids get up and try to walk around and roam the halls and all of those kinds of things? Uh, They do. Do kids vape in the restrooms? They do. Um, Do kids disrupt other classes when they're out in the halls? They do. But at the end of the day, if you're maximizing your classroom time, if you're making your classroom a place that uh, is relationship first and not a terrible place for them to be um i think for the most part you're going to be in good shape again years and years and years of having the no policy bathroom policy has been amazing never had an issue and teachers who uh, have these policies uh, most of the many of which I've, I've, I've spoken to, I can't, I can't even say most because there's no way for me to gauge that, but the ones that I've spoken to um, that, that have the same policy say there's never an issue. I, I guess my mindset is focus on the people, focus on the relationships, and, and beyond bathrooms, any policy that you have, uh, kids are less likely to abuse it. If they respect you, they respect your process, you know, if your class is a terrible place to be, I mean, wouldn't you want to get out of there and reduce the amount of time you're you're in there? And, and again, I'm not trying to shift the burden to teachers only, because I, I know that there are kids who, who who want to take a break from instruction and 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 you know, I don't live in a in a dream world. But I, but I do think teachers play a huge role, and it comes back to classroom management. I know I've said that three times, but it's it's just true. And again, this is not just an opinion sitting from a, a desk, talking into a microphone, uh, and 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 spewing nothing but opinion. This is empirically based. I I, I mentioned the 2015 uh, Teacher of the Year. I talked about it myself from the standpoint as I've done it. Teaching eighth grade, ninth grade tenth, grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade, twelfth grade. I've used that policy all throughout. And a lot of different populations of students, not just one kind, not just honors kids, not just these kids or that kid, you know, not just, you know, high achieving, low achieving, you know, all over the place. And it works. And I think it goes back to classroom management. There's a fourth time, and certainly relationships. I just think you gotta deal with problems as they come up. And I think you need to rethink how you structure policies like this, not only for the bathrooms, but for everything that you do. I always think you have to filter it through your relationships. How does that build a relationship? How does that affect the learning? And so forth and so forth. Look, when someone needs to go, let me just again reiterate my own policy. You're sitting in a classroom. You're over here they're working in some group doing some activity or you're having some discussion with them and kid needs to go to the bathroom and they're just going to get up quietly, walk to the board, walk to the door wherever the pass is, grab the pass and walk out. No one says anything. no one's you know, distracted. They just get up and leave. And they come back when they're done. Learning continues, no disruption. Isn't that better than a child raising their? Hand? Excuse me, Mister So and So, Missus So and So. Can I can I go to the bathroom, please? I really got to go. Um. Well, little Timmy. Um. Can you hold it? Um. Maybe, but I really need to go. Well, can we need to really kind of finish this activity first? Uh, all right. Okay, go. See, that the whole discussion is a distraction. It's unnecessary. And not to mention, as a teacher, I don't really want to, want to discuss little Timmy's uh, potty needs on the floor of my classroom. And again, if issues come up, I'll grab them one on one and we'll talk about it. There's just no need. Why do we spend so much time on bathroom policy? It's crazy. It's crazy, and look, administrators—they have to come around to this as well because you know not all administrators are um, down with that no policy. Um, they won't they they straight up encourage you to have policies a lot of times. You know they're worried about numbers of people in the hall because they see the worst case scenario. Like any good administrator, um, but the truth is, again, I I didn't have just a whole bunch of people leaving my classroom. I didn't. I just I just didn't. I mean, if they needed to go, they needed to go. And let, let's say I did have six in a class period go. Those six probably needed to go to the bathroom. Uh, so let them go. And, and look, I, I didn't let them go in groups or anything like that because you are looking for trouble in those kinds of circumstances. So if someone needed to wait or a minute or two or I needed to stagger them, but it's not like I had long lines of people leaving the classroom. And look, the reason I may have two or three that needed to leave in a class period um, in the first place is because other teachers are using these draconian air bathroom policies uh, to keep them from going. Imagine if students could just go when they needed to go. It would make breaks easier, lunches easier because of these, you know, you don't need these long bathroom lines taken away from those kinds of things. I'm, I'm just telling you, there is just this domino effect that exists from draconian air policies like this, and, you know, deinstitutionalizing some of this nonsense is, is so important. It's so important. And, and, you know, what's even worse, you know, I, I think I even mentioned this last week in in our episode talking about how, you know, teachers, we're in this weird situation where we have to hold our bathroom business or things like that. You see how that that, that institutionalized, you can hold your bathroom business until, you know, it's time for you to go. That's even spread up to educators. It's it's totally institutionalized. And, and I'm telling you, um, put, put the stops to that, okay? Put the stops to that. Let your kids go to the bathroom and quit obsessing about, you know, classroom bucks and bonus points and all these other things. Let them go to the bathroom and deal with problems as they occur. And you, side note, go to the bathroom when you need to go as well. Call a teacher, call an administrator, email them and say, look, I got to go to the bathroom. And go. Go. If they fire you for going to the bathroom Uh, That's okay because you're going to be sitting in a mansion paid for by some lawsuit money that you won. Okay? It's okay. Go to the bathroom. It is a basic human right. Please, please, please don't be a part of this system of just absolute control. Please don't. And then more importantly, do not let your disruptions and your academics... um, kind of intermingle with each other. Don't let disruptions kill your academic time with bathroom. Please don't waste any more energy thinking about bathroom policies. Please. You'll thank me later. All right. Well, that is it for this week. Thank you again for being with me. Look forward to seeing you next week and hearing from you. Please email, like, comment, and subscribe. Certainly buy the books on amazon.com. Until next time, we'll see you down the road.